This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This episode is brought to you by Lola V. Lola V is an award-winning hair care line by none other than Jennifer Aniston. They offer clean, plant-powered products for every hair type and texture. I just did my whole hair care routine with all the products the other night, and I am obsessed. Along with incredible shampoo and conditioner, they have an intensive repair treatment that you can use once a week. They also have a lightweight hair oil. There's a leave-in treatment and there's also a glossing detangler, which I need because lately I want to do my hair in like a slicked back look, but my hair's too frizzy. Get 15% off Lola V with the code MOMROOM at www.lolav.com slash MOMROOM and Lola V is L-O-L-A-V-I-E. Tonight, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney Plus. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Thursday's solo episode. I am recording from Milo's room in my parents' house. Um, It's looking like the Wi-Fi is not super quick. Oh, there it goes. It just started. So when I record, I can see what percentage of what I'm recording is being uploaded to the magical internet place where then I can pull down the video files and the audio files and it wasn't moving and I was like, "Uh uh-oh, but we're good now. It's at like 90 something percent. Anywho, how's everybody doing? I have been, this week, I'm literally flying by the seat of my pants. So I pre-recorded a ton of guest interviews so that I would be free from recording with people all summer because Milo would be home because he's not in daycare. That's kind of the beauty of daycare. Most daycares go throughout the summer, so it doesn't affect your work. Um, Milo is now in school, so he was home all summer, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll just make it work. Like, I'll do my solos as best I can and get work done here and there. I've been working in the evenings a lot or with Milo being home, like taking meetings. So it's worked out for the most part, but now it's September and I've run out of my guest episodes and I'm recording this Wednesday morning. This episode will go out tomorrow, so Thursday, again, flying by the seat of my pants. Next Tuesday's episode, I don't have an episode, so yeah. What I've wanted to do for a long time, and it's actually in my calendar for episodes, is share an episode that I did with Tracy a while back that I think everybody needs to hear and would love to hear. So I'm going to get a hold of those files and I think that's what I will put up for next Tuesday. And then in the introduction, I will share about our event that we have coming up on September 12th. And if you're in the Toronto area, you should definitely come. It's going to be a great old time talking about marriage. So her book is called I Didn't Sign Up For This. She is a psychologist. She mostly works with couples. Her episodes always do so well on the podcast because they are just so relatable and helpful. And, you know, if you're struggling in a relationship with, it can be something major or something minor, it's always validating to hear that, you know, these are actual issues that a lot of people run into in their marriage, especially after having kids. 
so yeah, I love having conversations with her. And again, it's not that it's a lot of these issues are not anyone's fault, like specifically someone's fault. It's like, it's just hard to have kids and be in a relationship. So we talk a lot about those things. So anywho, I think that's what will be out next week. I don't know if you guys remember, I put out a TikTok (laughs) and a reel that was about my husband making pancakes Saturday morning. It's kind of been this inside joke in my community for a long time now. Like, oh my God, he's making pancakes on Saturday morning. This was something that happened during quarantine. And so the whole thing was... I was home all week with Milo by myself in quarantine, which made it like times 10. I wasn't meeting up with friends or going to play groups, like just home watching Milo by myself. And then on Saturday morning, obviously my husband's a physician, so he would work. I've told this story a million times, but just in case you're you're like, I don't understand what's going on. He would be home on the weekends and on Saturday morning, he would start making this big pancake breakfast. And I just wanted to finally have a morning where I could have my coffee and think my own thoughts. Because at the time, Milo was 18 months old to two years old, which was a struggle. That was like the hardest stage for me. And that was quarantine time. So that was special. But yeah, Saturday morning, he would wake up, make pancakes. And I'm still now in the living room watching Milo doing what I've been doing all week. So it I talked about it in an episode with Tracy that I did in person with her last year, I think, or two years ago. Crazy. And that TikTok went viral and everyone was like, oh my God, this poor man, like his wife, he's like trying to make food for his family and his his wife is getting mad at him for making his son pancakes. Like it was a whole thing. But then also so many people were like, oh my God, yes, like it's the same. It, it doesn't matter that he was making pancakes. He could have been cutting the grass. He could have been out running errands, like whatever it was. It's not the point. The point is, I was looking forward to him being home on Saturday morning so we could just have coffee together and I wasn't the sole person focused on watching Milo. So anyways, the episode that I'm going to put out on Tuesday, hopefully, fingers crossed, is all about that topic. And I'm excited because I haven't listened to it or seen it. I don't remember that conversation, but I know it was amazing. So hopefully she has those files still and I can put it up for you guys on Tuesday. I have a list of things that I would like to talk about. I keep this notes thing in my phone with topics that I could put in the solo episode. So maybe I'll start by explaining what's going to happen. So October 2nd, I'm planning on launching a second podcast. I believe we have a name picked out. I believe we have a cover, like the cover art picked out. I love it. I just kind of whipped it up in Canva. I was bored the other day. Not bored, but you know, I love playing in Canva. So I started making a podcast cover for the new podcast and I loved it. I was going to hire an artist to help me, but I think I did a good job. So that'll start October 2nd, which I believe is a Monday. Monday to Friday, every morning, I'm going to try and do it early, early before Milo wakes up. I'm going to record a solo, put it up right away. I'll probably record video, but put out clips here and there of various episodes just throughout the week because it's not going to be on time like the mom room is because I just won't have time to get clips up and whatnot. So going to 
record every morning, Monday to Friday, put it up right away, hopefully up before people would commute to work so that they have like a fresh brand new episode that was just recorded. I don't know how that's going to work, but I'm going to have to start to become a morning person. Maybe I should have a cold shower, wake up early, have a cold shower so that I'm like wide awake, record, put it up right away, and then move on with my day. So that podcast is going to be similar to what these solo episodes have been which are, I love these solo episodes because I can just talk about whatever I want to talk about. I can address like comments that people sent me on Instagram. I can talk about anything, which I love. But once I start that new podcast on October 2nd, this podcast, The Mom Room, will be much more niche and focused on motherhood and All the topics that you guys love that perform so well, that blow up on social media, that will be what this podcast is, even the solos. So in the solos, I'm going to cover specific topics, maybe like talk about research that research that just came out or like something in pop culture that's related to motherhood. Um, It's going to be very niche to motherhood. It's not going to be me talking about constipation and hormones. You know what I mean? So all of that stuff will be moved to the daily, um, the new podcast. I'm excited to have two separate entities, one that is very specific to motherhood because I love all these topics, but I always want to talk about more than just that. So now I'll have a place to do both, which is fantastic. I'm very excited. I cannot wait. And then that means these solo episodes will be a little bit more structured and I'll know what I'm going to be talking about ahead of time and have a plan for them. Maybe it's like a follow-up to what the Tuesday episode was and I kind of do a deep dive into things that we talked about. There's so many options. So that's what is going to be happening. Also, I wanted to mention, and I don't know if I mentioned this the last episode, A lot of questions about anxiety when I mentioned taking the medication to do the hosting the event downtown. So I have so many people are like, oh, can you tell us more about your experience with anxiety and so on and so forth. So if you go to episode 28, which is so long ago, but I have been doing this podcast now for over three years two episodes a week, which is nuts. If you're a new listener and you go back and you just scroll the episodes, you might pick up topics that you really want to hear about because I have really incredible episodes. If you go to the Instagram account, The Mom Room Podcast, and you look at the carousels that we've put out with top episodes for the different topics, highly recommend going through and listening to some that you're interested in. But episode 28 is the whole story beginning to end of anxiety, like when it started for me, how it presented itself, um, when I started going on medication, like what that doctor's appointment was like, and so on and so forth. Um, So if you're curious about that, that's episode 28. Update on the book club. We have our Instagram account up and running. It is DTR dot book club. You know how people say like DTF down to blank? Mm-hmm. So this is like a play on that. It's DTR down to read. It is with myself, Alex, Brittany, Ariana, and Kayla. We're going to meet about every four to five weeks to discuss our book. And then 
like you guys have six weeks to read the book because we thought most of us are our moms and we need time to read but we're gonna put up all the stuff on social for you guys the idea is that m-y-o-c make your own club so you guys make your own clubs wherever you are it could even just be with one other person it's just a reason to get into reading to have a reason to read and then get together with someone in person in real life which is what a lot of us were missing we do everything online so we were like let's do something where we actually physically get together and chat and have a good time and talk about a book because we all wanted to be into reading as well so it's just an excuse you know maybe maybe you don't golf and your partner does well now you can you have a book club and it's very important and you need to meet with your book club. Ariana was telling us that her mom has been in a book club since before she was born. That is wild. The same book club. So we felt very inspired after hearing that. We might release the first book soon. I know we're going to run a giveaway on the account. It's going to be a pretty sweet giveaway. So again, it's dtr.bookclub. If you don't read, <clears throat> I have never read fiction before. I would only read um, nonfiction. Duh. And now I'm so into fiction before bed. Um, I used to be watching reality like Housewives before bed every night on my phone or on my iPad, whatever. And now it is Kindle. This episode is brought to you by Magic Spoon. You guys know I have been very intentional with what we've been eating lately. I'm looking at protein, I'm looking at sugar content, and avoiding things like artificial ingredients or colorings. Milo used to always want pancakes or waffles in the mornings, and now he is getting into cereal, and I'm so excited because Magic Spoon is the perfect option. Their variety pack has four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. They have zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four to five grams of carbs per serving. They're made with wholesome ingredients, no artificial flavors or dyes, and I'm just so happy that he's getting a good amount of protein before he goes off to school. And it's a great snack for me and my husband too, because 13 to 14 grams of protein in the cereal, now you add a high protein milk, you're set. That is such a high protein snack or meal. I should also mention that it is gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. So go to magicspoon.com slash momroom to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code momroom at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. So try a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash momroom and use the code momroom to save $5. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. It is 2024. As busy parents, it's hard to completely overhaul our lives, but what we can do is make small changes that will make our lives easier. And that is where Little Spoon comes in. Their goal is to make keeping your kid healthy feel like the easiest part of your day so that you can cut through all the drama of mealtime. Little Spoon offers baby blends, biteables, and plates. So baby blends is fresh, organic baby food. They have single ingredients, but also multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. 
Biteables make the transition to finger foods easy because they are cut perfectly to size, which promotes self-feeding. And of course, all the Biteables are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. And then there are plates for your toddlers and your bigger kids. They are meals that are free of all the bad stuff. They taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. They have things like hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous things like pot stickers, gnocchi, and more. Little Spoon also has smoothies and build-it-yourself lunches. Did I mention it all comes right to your door? It is super flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. You can pick up the menu and change up what you order every single time. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You and your kids will love it. It's a huge win-win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. I look forward to my Kindle so much. I'm always worried if I travel or go somewhere and I forget my Kindle, like I'm fucked. I don't know if I'll be able to sleep because it's such a part of my nighttime routine now. And with the Kindle, you have the option to make the back of the so like your words are in white and the back is black so it's not as bright on your eyes um that's how i keep mine because i always read in the dark it's amazing i never thought i would like reading on a kindle it's been incredible and we're a little bit divided in the book club with regard to who reads on a kindle and who reads a physical book i forget i think three of us read physical books and the other two read kindles but the other ones might want to get Kindles, they said, because in some situations it is very handy to have a Kindle and not a book. Like if you're traveling, if you want to cuddle up in bed and just tap the screen to turn the page instead of like holding a big ass book, having to physically turn the page like, oh my God, what are you in 2015? Like who turns a page, you know? We're also divided on cilantro. Three of us enjoy cilantro, cilantro, whatever. And two of them, the two being Brittany and Ariana, hate cilantro, cilantro. They say it tastes like soap. So we're divided on cilantro and we're divided on Kindle versus physical book. So we're we're already having fights in the group. I should do a poll on the Instagram account to see, do you prefer a Kindle or a book? And do you like cilantro? And we'll see. I am on chapter 12 of the first book that we picked and I'm loving it. Also, just a heads up. So the first book goes September 1st until six weeks later. And then the next book is going to be chosen by Brittany. Kayla picked the first book. Brittany is going to pick the second book, which is going to run over Halloween. And Brittany is obsessed with like twisted thrillers. So we're all a little bit nervous for Brittany's book. But we can do it, guys. We can do it. Um, It should make for an interesting discussion questions and um, meeting, you know. We were also thinking of doing theme-based meetings where we dress up like our favorite character. The food is, you know, on theme for the book. So that'll be exciting, too. And obviously, we're going to share everything that we do on the Instagram account so that you guys can do the same with your book clubs. Let's talk a little bit about tantrums. I wouldn't say Milo has tantrums anymore, but he has really, oh, it's hard to move, really difficult moments. So 
I'm always torn between, because there's the whole gentle parenting thing, which is great. I agree with a lot of it. A lot of it works. It's very helpful. But there's certain situations where it makes the situation worse. For example, we thought the camp was going to make Milo exhausted and he would fall asleep early and it would be just lovely. And joke's on us because, of course, because we expected that, it was the complete opposite. I think it was a little bit due to restraint collapse. He was in a new place with new people. And so he was very, you know, like holding in his emotions all day and not able to fully be himself. And then he would come home and just, he was fine up until like bath time, bedtime. And then it was just, whoo, it was like a hurricane in the house. And in those situations, I'm always mindful that he's having a hard time. He's not trying to give us a hard time. So there is part of me that is empathetic and I'm like, oh, I feel bad for him. But then at the same time, it's not acceptable to be upset and throw your toys all over the place and try and hit us and kick us and, you know, scream in people's faces. Like that's also not okay. So it's this fine line of, we'll be a fine line. Sorry. It's this fine line between gentle parenting and also like setting boundaries and you can't do that. So every time we're in this situation, I think to myself, okay, you need to, you know, name the emotion and be like all of that stuff and, you know, help him and he wants to be comforted and they need connection in these moments. And I'm like, okay, sure. But oftentimes... No, you have to let whatever is happening like play out a little bit and then he's available for connection. When he is right in the moment, in the feelings, the emotion roller coaster, and you try and be like, oh, like you want a hug or like whatever, naming the emotion and he loses it even more. So you feel bad because you want to be there to provide connection and be helpful and do the things that you're supposed to do and not just leave him alone in his, you know, glass cage of emotions. But at the same time, when you do try and do that, it just escalates things and he throws something at you. He tries to kick you it, and then it makes your internal rage escalate as well. I'm always in this mindset now where it's almost like he has to get out whatever is inside and express all of those emotions. We have to just kind of be there, calm, trying to be calm. And then when it's died down a little bit, like I do find once he's past a certain point, then if I were to offer him a hug or talk to him. He's fully open to it and like will come and give me a hug and he's totally out of that mindset. So if you have similar situations, just know that you're not alone. But yeah, I always struggle with, oh, he's having such a hard time. I don't want to just leave him in his room or walk away or, you know, make it look like I'm not trying to help. But at the same time, if you do it escalates the situation and it makes it worse. So I'm always torn between 
those two things. But I have learned that sometimes he needs to get out whatever is happening and express those emotions, even though it might not be the best way. Like after the fact, we can talk about that and, you know, go over other strategies and coping mechanisms and whatnot. But yeah, it can be a lot. And then also like consequences, you know, what, and people might not agree with this, but when it kept happening last week, and again, I felt bad because in my mind, I know that it's been a a hard week for him, even though he was obsessed with going to camp and he loved it. He was so happy at the end of the day and would talk about it nonstop. I knew that he was having a little bit of restraint collapse at the same time. So when it kept happening like night after night after night, even after we, you know, talked about it, when he was calm and so on and so forth, leading up to bedtime and bath time, we would be like, like, we don't want what happened yesterday to happen and, you know, kind of talk him through it and it would still happen. So I ended up, he was downstairs with my husband, um, not it going to bed, obviously not listening. And so I took all the toys out of his room, which is pretty easy because they're all in bins in these Ikea compartments. So I just put all the bins in my closet. If I could pick up the fish tank, I would move the fish out of his room, but I can't because it's too heavy. But yeah, put all the toys in my closet. He didn't even notice that his toys were gone. But anyways, and in my mind, I'm like, is that right? Because he's struggling, like, you know, restraint collapse, all that stuff. So do you give consequences to those actions, even though you know that something is going on and this is not his typical behavior. Uh, it's so hard. I do have to get like, maybe this is a good question and conversation for Tanya, which again, guys, once we totally niche down the mom room, there will be repeat guests because I know there's guests that you guys love and the episodes do so well and they're so informative and they're so valuable those people will be back regularly because I love having those conversations too. Like selfishly, they help me a lot. So yeah, I look forward to that. But I just wanted to share that little debacle that goes through my mind every time we have a difficult bedtime. So yeah, maybe I'll share a clip about that and you guys can tell me your experiences in the comments or just DM the Mom Room podcast. Um... Instagram account because it's much easier for me to check out those DMs than my other account. Although those are getting pretty busy too. We're almost at 100k on the podcast account, which is nuts. Should I have a party? What should I do? Oh my gosh. That's really good for a podcast account. Impressive. Anyways, um, that's it. The sun is coming out. So I have a meeting in an hour and then another meeting in two hours. So it's a busy day. I think my dad is going to take Milo fishing. Now that the sun is out, it was raining. And I am going to record next Thursday's episode with my mamere this afternoon at her house. So I had you guys submit questions. We picked some good ones. Such thoughtful questions. So that'll be next Thursday's episode. So stay tuned for that. All good stuff. Well, guys, school starts, what, next week? Wow. We made it through the summer. Congratulations, everyone. Yep. Until next time.
Good times. Uh, now that I'm more comfortable with camps, Milo might be in a couple more camps next summer. We'll have to plan for it and see how much time we want to spend at my mom's house. My husband's parents will come visit. We'll just plan out the summer that way. So thank you guys so much for listening. So excited for everyone's kids to get back to school. I hope that transition goes well and there's not a ton of restraint collapse because that's what I'm expecting. I'm like, wow, it's going to be that all over again. <laughs> Yay. So yeah, thanks for listening guys and stay tuned for Tuesday's episode. That's not, doesn't exist yet, but it's in a few days. So that's good. All right. Bye. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.